to Pop of Color Pod. I'm Ruby. And I'm India. We're two women of color recapping all things Bravo through our personal lens. As women of color, we like to focus on the underrated Bravo shows with inclusive casts. And if we're feeling generous, we'll add even more Bravo sprinkles on top. Ruby, don't forget that as we catch up on the Bravo chaos, we also like to catch up on the chaos of our lives. And there's never a shortage of that. Here's this week's episode. Let's pop off. I'm tired. (laughs) We're tired. I I haven't seen you in two weeks. And the things that have happened in two weeks are just, I haven't been myself during this. Well, I've been a Libra during Libra season. Of course you have. I feel feel like a, a teenager who got caught coming home and I have to tell my mom everything that happened. Oh yeah. Cause I'm the Capricorn, the, the sensible structural one. <laughs> well, it's like, it feels like a Katherine Heigl movie where the girl is just like so neurotic and controlled that the one time she lets loose, but for me, it was two times. I like had, that's why I had to text you on Sunday to remind me that I'm a good person. <laughs> It's like being out of control for five seconds. I was like, I've ruined my whole future. Nothing good's ever happening to me again. Just for everyone listening, let me just present a couple of texts. I think will be Ruby approved that she sent me over the last two weeks. (laughs) Okay, let's see. I won't even go in order because I don't even know what's happening. Um... Okay, so not going to say this specifically, but we were talking about Shep, and she said, toxic Libras unite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then, yes, she texts me and asks, am I a good person? Um, wait, what did you Oh, yeah, you text me that. And I text her, calm down, like, take a Xanax, relax. And you texted me the best audio of all time when you were like, you are a good person. Yeah. <laughs> I like, oh, I needed that in your voice. Then I get a, another text that says, send prayers. I'm sick and sprain both my ankles. <laughs> sure Followed did. by two gifts. Gifts. <laughs> sure did. That was all this weekend. This no, isn't even last week. This weekend. Yeah, that wasn't even last weekend. Um, oh, shall I go over the one from last weekend? Hold on, I've got to find this because Ruby. Uh, let me... While I'm reminded, I mean, toxic um, Libras do toxic Libra things during Libra season. You were, um, oh, she I said, I, <laughs> I don't know if you want me to say, I don't think so. I'll cut it out. I learned last night, I still know how to flirt. Praise God. Sadly, the guy I found hotter was wingmanning for his friend, who seemed like a sweet kid. My toxic Libra energy meant I kept flirting with the kid in front of the other kid, hoping to make him jealous. <laughs> I think you wrote back, did it work? And I think I, I did. So. <laughs> but I sure tried. You I definitely sure tried. tried. You you sure tried. You're like, sadly not. But in true Libra fashion, I had no commitment to following through with either. <laughs> so true. Also true. Also true. Yeah. Those are just a few. I will say, though. Unhinged text from Libra. time. Since I'm alive ish i've had a good time and i think i'm glad i feel like we have worked both worked so hard for nine months and like done so many commitments for nine months this was my month this is your month to just wow out your best libra self 
Whew. And I sure opted. I mean, your most toxic Libra self, you know, September 28th was my birthday. And from then on, I said, it's my time. And I surely like, I, I mean, I can't be out every weekend the way I have been. There's no way I can keep up with life like that. But it's been fun to be a mess. Oh, yeah. This weekend um, I'm staying indoors. Yeah. The, so the two weekends before was our college homecoming, which was my 10 year. And surprisingly, we didn't see many people that we knew outside of like who told each other they were coming. Right. Cause it was like my friend group and then another friend group from my class. And I had like one friend who just came for the day on Saturday. And then outside of those people that I knew because we had planned it together in a sense, um, we did not recognize anybody. Like they had us do like a, for like the people who were like five year, 10 year, 15, they had a class picture and we went to the class picture. Cause someone was like, please come. And when we went, I was like, I don't recognize a soul. There were like maybe three people from my freshman hall um, that I recognized, but everybody else, I was like, we went to school together and graduated together and it was wild. And then (laughs) I did see, um, I did see like the one person that I dislike because she's married to somebody who I share a lot of mutual friends with, but I was nice and hugged her. Look at you, growth. And I'm pretty sure she's who got me sick because she had a gross kind of voice when I talked to her. And I was like, I don't remember you sounding this bad. And now I'm sick. So the lesson is don't be nice to people. Oh, stay arm's length length from your enemies. Say, be gone, demon. Otherwise, (laughs) you'll be sick for 10 days like I've been. Yeah. And so I went out, we went to the bars, you know, those nice old delis. And I literally was just like, reaching over the bar, like to order a drink or something. And these two young men were like, oh, you can order whatever. And you know me, like I'm not out hunting for the D like I'm always in my own world. And I was with my friends and I was already, I was already pretty done in actually, because I, we left dinner and I was wearing my sunglasses outside at nighttime. And I was like, I just feel better if I have this barrier. And my friends were like, okay. So I should have, first of all, let's start with that preface. And, um, and so I just thought they were being like polite people. I forgot that straight men are never nice for no reason. So I was like chatting them. And then they looked so, they looked so young that I was like, I feel like I need to see your IDs. Like I need to know how old you are. And that's when I was presented with the fact that they were trying, the one guy that was actually cute was trying to get me with his friend who was born in 1996. I can't do that. 1996? How old is that? That's like 27? Yeah, 26. Ew. Yeah, so, and he looked so innocent and young and I was like, "Mm." You would corrupt him. I think he wanted me to and I was like, no. I'm like, I gotta go to bed, sweetheart. I'm tired. Now, if this man were in an elevator, I might be like, Ruby, but he's not, so. No. If his friend was in an elevator, I'd be like, Ruby, that's it. Que triste. And of course, like I said, no follow through. So I like didn't commit to anything. Just was like, blah, blah, blah. A Libra, sure. It was a mess. And then I woke up, thought I had died had oh my god I had like the worst anxiety dream that I'm not even gonna get into and I was like we have to get out of this town and Amber and I sat in a Dunkin Donuts drive-through for about 40 minutes because the whole 
every alumni was in that drive-thru trying to get out of this town. <laughs> but we had fun. You know, I got like a few like repressed memories started coming to the surface when I saw the college logo for too long. I was like, so I think I just become like a 19 trash can when I go there. 19 year old <laughs> trash can. It's like a, it's, we've got to study it. It's something psychological, but we had a good time. No regrets. And then the next weekend, AKA this past weekend, I was celebrating my birthday belated because I had all these events that I couldn't have a birthday party. Yeah, so yeah. I have to have a birthday party, um, which was Mama Mia themed. Shout out to me. I made everybody watch Mama Mia 2 in the background while music was playing and drinking and snacks. And then we went out dancing. And that's not when I sprained my ankle, by the way, both of them. I sprained my ankles when I literally stepped out of the bar to get into the Uber and I tripped on the sidewalk. <laughs> and I sprained not one, but two ankles. Oh, man. And the real best part of this all is that Oh, there's two best parts, actually. The first best part is Monday. I had left my laptop at work because I was like, I have to be at work in person. I'm going to be, get better because I was sick the week before yeah. homecoming. I thought I had gotten better and I got sick again on Sunday. Um, I had to hobble to my workplace on the two sprained ankles with wraps around both of my ankles. <laughs> Why didn't you <laughs> ask someone to just bring it to you? Because I was embarrassed. Pride, pride goes before the fall. Like I was like, I'd rather look deranged on walking up that hill in downtown than ask somebody. Because then I'd have to confess to what I did. Um, I told everybody that I fell taking out the trash. You could have still said that. You could have been like, I fell taking out the trash. I really hurt my ankle. Can someone bring me my laptop? No, I. Again, what? <laughs> what is the, the logic? The toxic self-sufficient in me is like, I can't ask for help ever. Oh my gosh. So that was a logic. I hobbled, was like feverish because I was sick again. And then I hobbled back down <laughs> and have been home ever since <laughs> in isolation. The second best part of that night is uh, toxic Libra ripping shots needed attention again. So I texted one guy that um, I knew lived around here that my friends had tried to set me up with a few years before. I just wrote him hi at like. That is like a um, fuck boy you know. move. Hi, <laughs> are you up? <laughs> no, I did one worse. So the 96 kid had followed me on Instagram. So I DM'd him asking for his friend's phone number. <gasps> Ruby. And then when I came to, I promptly unsent it, but he had already seen it. But he was. And then he unsent it. And then no, I unsent it. Oh, but, but did I could he see the see little it? eyeball icon. Oh, so he saw it already. <laughs> Wait, you deleted it after you saw it. Yeah, well, because I just like to pretend it didn't happen. Like, visually, I can't face that when I opened the... I did that with all of my text message conversations, too, that night. I, like, deleted all So do you still follow this young I, kid? No, I don't follow him. He follows me. Oh, he follows you. Because I'm trying to figure out who he is at this point. <laughs> I need oh, visuals. I'll help you. I'll help you later. He literally looks like a child. And I think he's from my hometown. Does his picture... Is his picture of a child? 
No. Well, I mean, I'll I show you in a second. Here, do you want me to just send it to you? Yes. I'm so oh. interested now. I need context. You know, I'm a visual learner. He's so. he's, a, he's a child looking gringo. He looks so little. Not a child looking it, gringo. <laughs> wait. No. Do you want to hear the worst part though? Not the worst part, but like the, the part where I said I need to really think about my choices. Um, so the person I texted hi to at, you know, one or two in the morning thinking they were like a mile away. I didn't even want anything. I just wanted attention. Have you ever been like that when you're drunk or is that just me? I think that's just a very Libra thing. So I'm not shocked. Yeah. Like I just wanted attention. I didn't actually want to. I feel like I'm super hyper focused on Libras because since I've realized my mom, like my mom, and then I like just relate my mom to every one of my Single friends mom. as a Libra. She's, she's being Libra season. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, like it just clicked like an aha light bulb moment. Like this is what I've been around my entire life. Whew, the chaos. Yeah. And so the person I texted hi to texted me back the next morning. Howdy. He's probably like, I'm sorry, what do you want? No, I literally wrote back, just checking in to see how the last five years have been. Ruby. No, it gets worse. It gets worse. And he's like, Oh, I just moved to San Diego a few months ago. <laughs> so you text him for nothing. <laughs> but you know what? When I realized later the time he had texted me hello back, he had just woken up. So I still got it. That's all I'm going to say. Or he's just a really nice person. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> No, he's not a nice person. Oh, <laughs> so, ooh, okay. eliminated. Oh, all right. Well, I listen. I don't text people I want to marry at one in the morning. I, it's, it's That's true. all I'm saying. You know, I will still say, Ruby, you're a good person. I thought what you were gonna say was gonna be so much worse. Um, these are normal toxic. No, no, they're very type. mild, but for somebody who's so controlled and like always concerned about how things look. You know oh, I, mean? I am too. So I get that. So it was just like, golly, like it was just a lot at one time, especially after I've just been like socially isolated for so long. Yeah. No, I still liked it. I was like, oh, I'm going to keep causing mess, I think, in the future. <laughs> <laughs> so no lesson but It was learned. just a lot. And I think if I hadn't gotten injured and also like whatever this disease X is, that I'm like, I had to go to urgent care and get antibiotics, which I haven't taken in like 10 years. That's how sick I've been. Oh my gosh. Because I have to present all week at a conference at work next week. Oof. They were like, you can't, they told me, they were like, if you need a nebulizer, a wheelchair, you're going to be there verbatim. Is what my no period, said. like period, you're period dot. You no they choice. were like, you're going, this to. is mandatory. And as a W-2 employee, they can say that things are mandatory and you guys have to do it. As a 1099 employee or 1099 worker, I quickly say I do not. <laughs> no, I mean, I know they need me. So <laughs> oh. I, that's why I went to the doctor because I was like, I have to be there. Like for the sake of yeah. wanting to do my job. Because it's like literally the main premise of my job is interacting with these people. So I was like, cool, this is amazing timing to have like rotted away half of my liver. 
um, chosen not to act with dignity in public and, you know, now have to work yeah. 100. So I just, you know, had to lay out my confessions there for you because even though they're my old, <laughs> you know, I was just cause a mess and I'm usually just the, you know, I'm usually the responsible one. I'm entering my villain era. Oh, why are you looking at me like that? Am I not responsible? Uh, yes, in general. <laughs> <laughs> Did I not know this about myself? Have I always been the clown in the circus? No. Am I, Craig? Am I, I the think, drama? I, I, <laughs> am I drama? Um, <laughs> drinking Ruby is just different than Sober Ruby. Sober Ruby is all about like structure and yeah. um and being controlled and drunk ruby is like that aquarius rising just like snaps and you just that, that that's why my friends compare me to kyle cook and tom schwartz <laughs> <laughs> because when i'm drunk all hands on deck <laughs> out of control that aquarius rising chaos is like ooh, yeah I've heard about like that sometimes you might connect to your rising sign more than your sun sign. And I think this was one of those times. <laughs> That's why I talk mad shit about Aquarius because it's my dark side. True. My dark side is, well, Taurus, but I don't think that that makes me dark. I think it just makes me seem very uh, materialistic. Um, Fair. So that's just what, you know, but I always present myself my best self. <laughs> So. I know the Capricorn in us is like, no, we will achieve. We will master, take us seriously. My signs just duke it out. And um, I don't even know who wins anymore. So yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening to my confessions. Part two, everybody. Um, Usher, another toxic Libra. That's all I'm gonna say on that. Oh Lord, um, he is. Yeah, we, we're all messes. Me, Kim Kardashian, Zac Efron. Cardi B, <laughs> Lil Wayne, it just gets worse. Gwen Paltrow, <laughs> I digress. Um, so now that I've gotten that out of my system, cause I've been saving the stories for India. Um, I guess we're here to talk about Bravo. Yes, yes, we're here to talk about Bravo. Hello everyone, we missed last week, but it was a big BravoCon week. So I don't know if we, I mean, we- we've like, yeah, we'll we'll highlight some BravoCon. We're entering into the wealthiest Bravo season of our lives because we've yeah. got so many shows that Indian and I are gonna have to start just picking like our top two to talk about week yeah. to week. Um, because we already have the trio of Winter House, Potomac, Salt Lake City giving us everything they've got. And then we're gonna have Family Karma coming. And then we're gonna have Miami coming. And it's like, how will we ever manage? We won't. Wow. I'm just I can't talk. I'm so excited, but it's really because I'm sick. Um, what'd you say? I said we won't, but I was just joking. We sure fucking won't, because I'm gonna be visiting my family when Miami premieres four whole episodes. And I can't yeah. get um Peacock over there. So guess I'm gonna have to download that. Hey, you come on. <laughs> have you not come heard on, of that? I have heard of it, but um, I didn't, I never knew what okay. it was. Cause I know in like <clears throat> a few countries when I was in Costa Rica, I couldn't like see what I wanted to see. Yeah. Um, it's not for brown people. It's only for the Anglos. <laughs> I'm kidding. 
the Anglo-Saxons. I'm literally just talking about disparities in streaming access. Racial disparity affects every every every, every individual, every and in- business entity. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that. What did I say? Business and in- okay. Girl, I don't know. We're both like we're both suffering today. It's just a day. Um. But yeah, let's get into like the poopy and poppy of the week, and then break down some con. Yes. Okay. And then just like you have a poopy and get a into poppy? the thing. I do this week, so. <clears throat> I feel like she is my poppy a lot because, I mean, I just stand this woman. I think she's just so courageous and so strong. I think she uses her words well. I think that she doesn't take shit from anybody, but she's respectful at the same time. And I feel like she just deserves all of her. Yeah. Garcelle. Yes. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Queen Garcelle. Um, She's going to be mine. Oh, well. You go ahead. You go ahead. Talk about the flowers. It. I'll think um, else. You this season reunion is just been rough on my girl from her son and being trolled by gringos um, with awful hate messages. And then the casualness of Renna and Erica and Andy talking about the telephone not being recycled. It was just very, it was very white. <laughs> like, it was yeah it was just very insensitive very insensitive and meanwhile her book is in said trash that is very personal to her and it's like all because she had a comment about rena's daughter because she was recapping a conversation that was like it was relevant yeah. to the book yeah like that she was literally just like a, an event that happened yeah that had to be taken out because rena got lawyers involved and all of that jazz which is very rena lisa rena um, and poor Garcelle just sitting there tearing up, trying not to cry while they're just like, I know, I feel so bad that Rena just, got, Erica got all the hate for me because that was my trash can. And it's like, what the fuck? Please, like, Rena's gotta go. And Rena is back, which she was booed very, very much at BravoCon. So I hope that's indication of she's gotta go. Like, she needs to be paused. Forever. Forever. But I'm hoping, like, at least a pause will bring her back to reality. Um, for at least a season or two. Oh, I have a new poppy that nobody would ever expect. Oh my gosh. Here, here we go. But go with your poopy. <laughs> my poopy of the week goes out to your girl, Giselle. So there's no, Garcelle no, and there's me with Giselle. Your girl. Okay. Whatever um, you want. Giselle gets my poopy of the week because I feel like she is just taking us... The storyline she's using about... Candace's husband is very reminiscent of things that happen on Beverly Hills to me. Like it's very like I'm I'm just looking for a problem. I'm yeah. just trying to cause some type of conversation that isn't necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think Giselle and on top of that, she brought up Mia's cancer thing. So is this cancer or was, no cancer? Which I thought was very inappropriate because she still <laughs> which has made me laugh. <laughs> it's very insensitive. Like because it, it seemed like she's talking into work is all I'm gonna say. I'm just like the insensitivity I'm, I'm of your girl Giselle is just oh I can't get with it this season. So she's gets my poopy of the week, and I think she probably will probably will get the poopy of the season for me. Uh, whatever. You know how I feel about little Jizzy. Um, she can't dress. Um, she's doing better. She's she doing needs, better. She's also my poopy for that. Flower jumpsuit that she wore to uh, the sp- listen. She into- made a choice. 
that was an awful choice. Sasha looked worse than the Fendi. John was yeah. like, what is this? That is not, because she, she was asking her daughters, should I wear this? And they were like, no. And then when she showed up and he was like, that's no better. Like, what is she wearing? And I was like, yeah, she's not a fashionable person. He was like, what's going on with her house? I was like, yeah, she's no taste. Well, like, the Versace and the pink and the bedroom. I'm like, yeah, she has no taste. He's like, oh my goodness. Let her Happy. do what she needs to do, y'all, because she's the reason y'all are watching Potomac. But you can't. If she wasn't there, y'all wouldn't have anything. Oof. Because everybody uses her as a scapegoat too. No, she makes herself. Because Robin a said it. Robin said, "Y'all aren't gonna make this about Robin and Giselle because Karen's been saying words, and Ashley's been saying words, and Candace has been saying words." Yes, but the difference and, is uh-huh. that. That that they could have approached it differently, like Candace or oh, Ashley could have been like, "Hey, Mia, so you posted this, and I just really wanted to like see what was going on." Like they weren't talking shit; they were just all confused. Whereas Giselle was like, "Cancer? No cancer? What is it? You're just looking for attention." It's like, okay, okay. Well, we'll see how Mia's doing. I mean, to have tumors all over your body and not know, even if they are benign, but not know like what can happen to them is like scary, um, regardless if it's, you know, cancer or not. So hope she's okay. Whether anyway. cancer or no cancer. <sighs> cancer, no Fingers. cancer. It's a problem. I know. I'm just being, <laughs> I'm just being myself. I, you're being um, your toxic Libra self and you have no <laughs> drinks in you. It's, it's called devil's advocate. Libras love it. We love to debate just to debate. Um, even if we have no faith in the side we're defending. That's why they're great lawyers. Kim K is the lawyer. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> not using Kim K as a, okay. I know. That's how you know I'm sick. <laughs> so you know, I'm on at least three kinds of drugs, y'all. Because I'm on drugs for the ankles. I'm on drugs for the sinus. I'm on something else. No matter how many drugs I t- take, I can't stop coughing at night, though. So prayers up for your girl. Oh, okay. Um, now that I've made that request, I'll marry M. Cosby. <laughs> my new poppy of the week, because mine got taken, is I don't even think I want to say it because it's please not, do. It's please. wrong. Please do. Please do. Please do. Ramona Singer. That's not a controversial her. thing, Ramona. You know how I feel about Ramona. As much as she's a she's a monster, I hate she, her though. As much as she is but a monster, I just I just feel like we shouldn't be supporting white supremacy. <laughs> See, kidding, I think I know that's a label. I know I'm exaggerating. So the reason she's my poppy is because she was on um, Carlo King's podcast called Reality with the King. He used mm-hmm. to produce like all the best seasons of Atlanta. He used to produce Potomac. And he had her on and she called Roni Legacy the loser show. And she's not wrong. Wait, so who is on Legacy? I saw the new Roni like regular cast was announced. Um, they are finalizing quote end quote the cast, but it might be like a mix of Dorinda, Tinsley, Sonia, Luann, maybe Jill. So yeah, oh. Ramona made a point. That's all I'm going to say. The losers. Yeah, so that's the only reason. And like, I wrote a comment that said that I was like, she has a point, and a bunch of people were like, "Yeah, I hate her, but it's true." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, don't reply to me. I don't reply for interactions." Um, and then my poopy of the week. I have to break up with one of my crushes. Can you believe? 
Who's your poopy of the week? Luke. Why was he your poopy of the week? Um, I was so last week I watched the Winter House premiere when I was like extremely feverish still. And so I didn't remember a lot of it. So I started rewatching it today in preparation for this meeting. And he is such a tool. Like he's so pretentious. And so I like he was chatting up that girl, Jessica, the new girl on Winter House. And he was like, yeah, you're going to have to tell me about Oregon because I'm like driving up there and then I'm hiking Mount Rainier. So like already a drop. And then she's like, why are you going at that time? He's like, I would go another time, but like my filming schedule because like I'm producing a movie and I act, but like I don't tell people that I like it was just all so like he was trying to impress her. And it was just so thick and extra. And I just find that so douchey. That is not who I would think you would think is a douche. Wow. Of of Winterhouse is, he's not. Okay. He's not Craig. Craig's the worst and we'll get into it. But... I do think as women, we like, we would think a girl is an asshole or she doesn't support women if she goes after a man that like her friend likes, right? Like we yeah. would be like, she doesn't support women. But men are so different. Like men will go after not only the girl that you like, but typically not, they won't be like a girl you're currently dating, but they will fuck your ex. Like they just really don't give a shit. Like men and the men code is, they just, they don't have one. Like, and so when I think of it from like the male perspective, I'm like, okay, well, I'm sure Jason will get over it. Obviously he gets over it. Um, So I had to let that go. But I think that, what is Luke's sign? He's Capricorn. He's boring. Oh, Capricorn men are oof, toxic. Yeah. And so I was just like, I just don't like when people have to drop stuff like in an effort to impress. Like I, that to me is a big turnoff. Is kind of like lead with like more like abstract values oriented conversation. Does that make oh, sense? Oh, when men talk about like their success and like, well, it depends on how they, they were. I think it. it's more about hard work than like, well, I'm producing a movie because I'm an actor. Yeah. Because I'm hiking this high peak. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, if it had been more natural, like, oh yeah, these are kind of like my goals for next year. I hope they work out. You know what I mean? Like, even if it's like, maybe you are a very confident person inside. I don't like people to lead with. You know what I really think it drop, is? Drop, drop, drop. You know what I really think it is? I think that you are holding some resentment against our Lukey because of him and Ashley Darby. I think that's secretly what it is. Because <laughs> I posted I'm on our story. <laughs> I, I posted on our story, like, I, I shipped this couple and Ruby was like, I didn't ship it. And I'm like, okay, crazy. So I secretly think because Luke does not deserve a poopy. For that alone, he does not deserve a poopy. I think that it's secretly that he has been linked oh, with Ashley Darby. Oh my god. Not bringing back and your psychology degree that you don't <laughs> Look, I use it all the time on these crazy ass buyers and sellers. <laughs> okay. I know, but you're the one who said that. And I was like, of course you use it. Um, but yeah, that's I what I secretly think it is. And you're not denying it, so... <laughs> I'm sick, so I can't talk a lot, India. Uh-huh. No, going to <laughs> you guys... <laughs> I guess the episode title is Toxic Libra Season, <laughs> officially. It's gotta be. It was either that or two broken ankles. <laughs> I really want to, because it's not two chains, it's just two broken ankles, but it just doesn't work. It doesn't flow. <laughs> two anks. Two anks. <laughs> I still think Toxic Libra Season wins, because 
That's all that's happening. Listen, <gasps> did that incident also add to it? Sure. I'm not here. I'm not going to sit here and lie. <laughs> but also I see that pairing because like he, because I, as much as I like, like, oh, Luke, such a babe. Like he's not that interesting and he is a bit of a douchebag. And so if he wants to dance with Ashley, because we've seen her dance on TikTok, that speaks to his his taste. If he wants to, if he wants to co-parent Dean and Dylan, go ahead, baby. He did say he was like, I would be a stepfather. I love children. And when did he say that? He said that on Watch What Happens. He said that. Oh, well, there you go. Our maple syrup king, maybe Ashley. Luke Ashley and Grandpa Michael Darby. Let's go. I mean, Luke is definitely a better choice. I mean, if Luke is on the next season of Potomac, I will scream if they actually start dating. That's a low bar. Better than Michael Darby. Oh, he's so much better. The bar for being better than Michael Darby is so low. Like, even Craig would be better than Michael Darby. Oh, God, Craig. Which, we'll get uh, into it. Like, I guess we should start with Winterhouse. As a preface to everybody, we record on Thursday evenings. Therefore, we cannot see the fresh Winterhouse. So we're going to be giving you stale Winterhouse breadcrumbs from the week prior. So this is about Thursday, October 13th season premiere of Le Chateau de... Fuck, I forgot how to say winter in French. Ignorant. <laughs> the winter. There we go. The winter of houses. Yeah. Mm, Okay. Well, (laughs) anyway. (laughs) Actually, it's Le Maison. Chalet is like, or Chateau is like castle. And that's definitely not a castle they're staying in. Um, So what are your general So what did you used to say it was called? Le Le Maison? Le Maison. Le Maison? Le Maison? You have to say like, like lol. Le Maison de Charest. (laughs) <laughs> Le Chac de Charest. Even though her house is beautiful. Le and basement that basement is Chiray. amazing. <laughs> yeah, but that basement, her house is actually beautiful. So that Le was like unnecessary for, to my Capricorn. Um, anyway, what were you saying? What, what uh, you so what are your general thoughts on the season premiere? How did you feel? Oh, um, What do so you think of the new people, the old people? What Just, well, just, yeah, just keep you, from the heart. You know I love my Paigey, regardless of what anyone says. I'm but this, Paigey right now. This episode made me like like Paige, and I just feel yeah. like her and Craig are just very reminiscent of Kyle and Amanda. Really? In I the mean, sense I, I that mean, but in the in the sense of the the Paige having to reel in Craig and Amanda always having to reel in Kyle and. Kyle being the crazy yeah. one, Craig being the crazy but one. But I think that's just like straight rich white people, period. Oh, man. The man is always off like a rocker. And the woman's True. always like, I'll clean it up. And you're like, what? Jason is super cool. Um, I mean, I like I know Jason. you also claimed him on our story. He was lit. Yeah, he is. He's a nice looking specimen. And I don't. And he cooks. I like the like, hair. Yeah. I mean, I wish that he had more hang time. However, it's fine. It works. Um, he had to do what he had to do. Jessica looks like a doppelganger of Lindsay, which is very scary. Um, and I don't really know how I feel about her. She's just kind of there. Um, she did like a, she did the statement that I hate where she's like, girls don't really like me. And I was like, here we fucking go. So you're toxic. Perfect. Like you probably also steal other women's men 
And um, also since I had an agile ear this time watching it, she also was like, I'm from LA. And they're like, oh, born and raised. And she's like, no, I'm from Oregon. I live in, it's like, again, people say where you live. Yeah. Like I live in California. I'm from Virginia. Well, not anymore, but you know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, she's I would from- never claim being from. So like, let's, let's get it out. And then also she quote works in the crypto space. Miss me. She's got a crypto startup, which I get because I'm all about moving, elevating towards the future and digital and all of that. And I have, I invest in crypto myself. However. Well, not old Ebenezer Scrooge on this end of the screen. (laughs) (laughs) I got that cash under the mattress when the world's on fire. (laughs) So when she said that, my eyes went all the way in the back of my head. But however, sorry. I think a lot of people did, but because I was, I was like, oh, interesting. Um, yeah, you're Rachel. Nice Rachel just is kind of there. Like she's. Imagine saying, remember the florist from Kyle and Amanda's wedding? She's moving in with us. Like, I was like, bitch, no, she's not. I don't know her. Right. I don't and know how all these people who don't know each other. I just don't feel like she's going to be enough. Like, I just wish they would give us more. <sighs> More I wish these people. people had friends because that's the problem is that they're all so annoying they don't have other friends so they have to cast strangers constantly. right because I'm like okay so Jason hopped in Jessica's DM so what about that made them go oh let's put her on TV like unless Jason was like hey I think you might be great for the show you look just like Lindsay yeah <laughs> we need a new we need a new blonde lady yeah um amanda and kyle i think that they are figuring out i think post-marriage he's way less stressed he's way more easygoing i think that they look very happy together so i'm glad to see that Corey looks like he'll be a fun time oh i um, like him he's weird i like him too he's I love weird very people. douchey with the pearls but i also think that's like unique and i like that he has like i like people that are dynamic and yes. yeah there there's more to see than what the eye meets and so i think that he like may be great yeah, um, I feel like he has a lot of um, pers- like real personality. Personality. Not put on for like social media. Like he exactly. actually like was having fun conversations with everybody. It's like very silly seeming. And so I like enjoy that a lot. Like he has. Yeah. And I, mean, I think he's he a partier. In episode one, he really has, he has something to say. Mm-hmm. And he's very, very fine. Um, and I think he like is a partier, but also is an adult. Like, yeah. I think he knows how to, when to cut it off and be an adult. Unlike Craig. <sighs> Wait, but I think he really thinks that he is the number one personality on Bravo. Like Levis said, he said on Southern Charm Reunion. I think that he really That's... thinks that he is because he's had Summer House or he's been on Summer House and now Winter House and he has Southern Charm and his successful pillow company i think and i guess he's a lawyer somewhere um yo he is not when i saw that title that said entrepreneur slash lawyer i said let me see that license i heard he did pass his license and that he started a law firm but what yeah he has a law firm in charleston i'm flabbergasted he didn't broadcast that to society because i think he did but it was a very long time ago um but again don't quote me because i don't know and then my lukey i already talked about lukey and lukey will always have a little place right former formerly my lukey little maple syrup spot right here now be india and dean and dylan's lukey (laughs) (laughs) this is called haterade (laughs) she's dipping it strong (laughs) 
I was sent though when they showed the like throwback pictures of Craig and Corey in college because didn't that look like all the white boys we went to school with mm-hmm. were in frats. And right in the frats. Weak. They were so scrawny and dressed in neon because they're like our age. So I and was... Craig just continues to look like a terrorist. Um what's funny is like what was I watching? No, I was listening to a pot, a different podcast, and they said that Craig, like the whole thing about Craig is that he's much more attractive in person than he is, I guess, on screen or in photos. I think he's attractive and, on screen. I think well, that his personality is just douchey. Like, I just think that his personality he, makes him less attractive. Oh, absolutely. I'm just saying that flat out. Like, if I didn't know his personality, he's not my type. I didn't think I had a type. And then Amber knew who I was trying to hit on at that bar a few weeks ago. So apparently I do have a type. So. Oh, Corey would be my type for sure. Out of all of the men on the show. Like Corey would be the closest to my type. Probably. Yeah. Cause I like that. Like, oof, like a strong. Well, I don't even like the buff. I think it's like the personality type. Yeah. I like someone who's dynamic and I like someone who's a boss. Like I can always bing, 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 bing. Out of any group spot who the boss is and who is like the. Well. That's what that girl Jessica said, and she picked Luke. Yeah, and I was like, so, that's why I said, womp, womp, womp. You did not so, so much for that. Group. Yeah, and, um, like, again, he, like, Corey is, like, fun and outgoing, but he didn't seem like he was, like, here I am bragging about all of the things. You yeah. Know? Like, he was just, like. It was, like, you had to ask him, like, so how are, like, what do you do for him exactly. to be, like, I have a And gym. that's important is that people ask other people questions versus, like, here, I'm going to vomit all about myself. Yeah. As someone who's fairly narcissistic and forgets to ask people questions i'm aware of the need to do that more often so i know how you did you say how you feel about everyone as i said it no i just kept interrupting you with like support but <laughs> i'll just tell you um for newbies like jessica seems like a dud it's like another julie i ended up calling her julia back so when i was writing my notes that was the long girl last year yeah and i ended up liking that girl more because this girl was a dud yeah and then um what else Rachel I am concerned is also going to be a dud I just don't understand how we're inviting the florist from your wedding to go live in a house for two weeks it just I hope I'm wrong about her like I have a tiny inkling that she might be fun um I'm very proud of Sierra's glow up in fashion and grooming Mm -hmm. like she looks really refreshed and like also just looks like she has it together a little yeah even if she did still a mess Oh, I didn't look at that. Thank God. Cause she is <laughs> a terror, like a terror. That's like Amber and I showed her a hotel room and she was like, there are two types of people. And despite how raggedy I behaved, my suitcase was still like perfectly intact because every hour I'd like put back what I took out and right. everything being a little too organized. Um, I'm hopeful for Kyle and Amanda. Um, she seems a little more toned down too, thankfully. Because she was always on 10 and I couldn't do it. Um, yeah, Paige dating Craig makes me like Paige more because she's very cognizant. She's like, he's insane. And I'm like, <laughs> and also she like tells him to back the fuck up when he starts yelling at her friends because that would be a hell to the fucking no. Yeah. Like my friend's boyfriend or my boyfriend would be yelling at people. I'd be like, you need to stop we're not acting like that in this house. I can't even imagine having, you know, and I think Paige could have picked up on the fact that like Craig has acted like that with other women. And so I don't like men who treat women in that way and wouldn't be dating someone 
who does that. And so I wouldn't feel like I would need to reprimand him because he would never talk to my friends that way. Like, no. I also, it's kind of like the Austin thing. Like I wouldn't be dating him. Like it's, it's like that whole trio from Southern Charm of Austin, Shep Craig wouldn't happen because I wouldn't date them if I've seen mm-hmm. his pro- television program because mm-hmm. they're not going to act any different for you baby like no. we don't date people to change them they got to come correct and be ready at least act like they want to change and do it on their own and you not be like oh it's a project why can't you do this no bitch he That's has to come correct <sighs> or he can just be on the roster if he's a bad person yeah um who else so yeah I'm I'm enjoying Paige because she's like a little more mellow now that she's not trying to act desirable like she was last season because like, yeah. thirst was too much. Even if it was like staged thirst, it was too much last year. Um, I'm like pro a little Sierra Corey flirtation here or there. I can't wait till messy Muppet Austin appears because um, I do. I think were we the ones texting about him and Madison that I was like, I love that drama of like yeah. just how stupid they act together. <laughs> um love the messy air sign drama so <laughs> yeah because I was like I don't like this and you were like what it's fine <laughs> I'm like I'm not a Madison fan and you're like oh wow no I literally okay. wrote back I'm a Madison yeah because <laughs> I love her and then she and, and then listen. we talked about Shep and then she said toxic Libras unite or something <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right that's where we're at <laughs> listen I I would never but I understand that it happened like I understand how the behaviors happen and I'm not proud to say that but this is both a safe space and a brave space where I can confess <laughs> that based in my past history not during this decade but maybe in the prior one I too may have made choices that wouldn't be representative of the woman that I am today now that you've uh, said it was a safe and a brave space I feel like I can no longer uh, pass my judgments along to you so just move on okay so (laughs) um, (laughs) but i will say madison is a true libra because like the thing is is like even if you don't agree with something or you're not on someone's side like libras will be like a fact is a fact if that makes sense like we won't just deny words so like when somebody was like austin can't fuck for anything and she's like well i was there for three years she was like even though i don't i'm not with him like I'll give him those two cents. But I would be concerned as the fiance of my, as the fiance of my fiance, that was a run on, um, that like, okay, has she? Because Olivia said on Watch What Happens Live when she was there with, who is she with? She said that nobody. she had literally caught like a text coming through from Madison to Austin, like maybe that same month that said like, that was inappropriate. And she's like, and I forget what the text said, but I was like, oh, so Madison is messy. Madison is toxic. Madison is one of those people that she still wants her exes and arm's length of her, like, and that's concerning. Toxic Libras are gonna do it. All right. (laughs) Sometimes people just like to know things but they don't want it. But I, I, that agree. I, I agree that once one is in an exclusive engaged relationship, I would You're not to marry this man. Like you've got to let no, it go. I, I would say even as like an exclusive boyfriend, if I have like publicly claimed you, I would not be doing that with exes. Yeah. 
I would be doing that if I was on my way out because I'd already be lining up some plans for the near future. Yeah. And I feel like you would be a little bit more shady about it. Like, mm, you know, it wasn't bad, but you know, or you just wouldn't say anything at all because no, I wouldn't ask would, her opinion. I would, but I would have said it like, like, I feel like I would give, because also I wouldn't want to be associated with somebody who can't fuck. So I would definitely be like, no, it was fine. I was there for that long. I kind of understand her. Answer. I just feel like she like didn't give any space. Like, and I, so that's why I felt bad for Olivia. Cause I'm like, Olivia actually like, like she likes him. And I feel like she hasn't gotten a real or feels insecure about her being able to be with Austin because Madison is just this like pothole in the middle of the fucking, this big ass pothole in the middle of the road. That's keeping her from like, but he's also the mess for engaging. Oh, for sure. Again, like I think that, that yeah, he's the worst part. Ways. Like he's the worst part because like if she wants to be with him, Madison's behavior shouldn't matter. It's how what is Austin's behavior? Does he initiate? Does he engage? Does he like? Because he likes the mess. Listen, oh, they both like the my mess. little Gemini friend Austin Kroll. Gemini men. Oh yeah, they're Ooh. aloof AF. They're some of my best guy friends are Gemini's and they are nuts. I told my friend my second house was in Gemini and she was like, I'm concerned because <laughs> she's a Gemini. <laughs> I was like, Some oh, man. all right. Um, Amber, yeah. my life partner, Gemini. Amber doesn't act very Gemini though. Like Amber's so chill. Uh, yeah, she she has moments. She loves the mess. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's why we're friends. We love mess. <laughs> we um i also in um winter house like related when page was like Corey and craig each share half a brain and together it makes one non-functional brain because amber and i tell people that all the time <laughs> we're like together we have one brain and we just think the same we're very mary kate and ashley in our minds but that's Adorable. a story for another day um let me see if i have any other notes on miss winter house no i think it was fine. I'm hopeful. Like, I think it's okay to have a couple dullards because I feel like last season, everybody came in too hot. You know what I mean? Like Paige and Sierra were like, we're the it girls and we hate Lindsay. Cause I think, I think when they feel threatened by another woman, they, it's like woman on woman crime. And I don't like that. We can all thrive. So I think as rude as this sounds, the fact that they're not threatened by Rachel and Jessica, they're going to behave a little better than they usually do. And they'll just be like fun and relaxed. But I think Paige is a naturally like welcoming person. I think that you just have to rub Paige the wrong way for her to be like, all right, fuck you. Cause I think she, as much as you're like, Oh, Paige, whatever. I think that like, she's a naturally, like I said, like people person. And she wants everyone to feel welcome. Like I really like that. She was like, Okay, like I think her and Lindsay and Danielle just got off to the wrong start because Lindsay, it was Lindsay's house. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Lindsay was there first and Paige like came into that. So Lindsay probably wasn't as welcoming as she could have been. But I feel like Paige went out of her way to be like, hey, we don't want you to feel excluded. Like we're going in here to talk, like finish your conversation. Just feel free to join us when you, when you. Well, I think die. she's maturing. Yeah. I think she's aging. And so she's learning how to act like an adult finally. Um, I was also turn. weak again at Paige just being like what annoys me about him is he can't read the room and just shut up like he just is a lot I yeah I, again like I don't know who the man is for me because I have so many things to eliminate but it's just like just know how to act in public you don't got to be big and boisterous 
Yeah. You can just, you can just chill. You can She's like, that. alone, he's great, but with people, obnoxious. So I'm hoping that she's somewhat been like able to like wrangle him in a little bit since they're still together or, you know, maybe they're together because of all of this Bravo stuff. And that's like, well, it's, together. it's wild to me that like, he's like, well, we're five months into the relationship, so we can show everybody a healthy example. It's like, first of all, y'all don't even live in the same town. So it's like, still just like exciting to see each other when you see each yeah, other. Yeah. And it's still the it's honeymoon five phase. months. The honeymoon phase. Oh, and this was another thing. The fact that Craig doesn't like Luke because Luke was being a mature adult like who oh, likes fireworks without your permission in your back house with a boat filled with gasoline nearby like who does that and gets mad at the person for being like what the fuck are you doing like and took the fireworks he's like i like what i would be mad also, just like, like being so ungracious as a guest i mean like and i was like shoved into the shack yeah like baby you live in charleston you don't live in like montecito in a mansion either so calm your tits yeah I, when he was like, there's fundamental differences between Luke and I, I was like, yeah, Luke is a little boring and you're an alcoholic. Those are mm-hmm. the differences. Luke is an adult and you are not. Like Leva said, you have someone else that runs your business and you are- Ooh, the- Leva was dropping tea. Which I was not on Leva's side because that, I think that was very rude to do that at his like event, sure. but she made good points. <laughs> she had, I mean, like Ramona Singer, Leva had points. Oh, I also want to watch Love is Spinoff because I love a messy restaurant show. Yeah, we can Except give it a for chance. Candy and the Gang. Oh, yeah, that was a lot. I, I watched tried. five minutes of Candy and the Gang. I'm sorry. I just, I can't watch anything with Mama Joyce in it. She stresses me out. Mama Joyce stresses me out, but the show just wasn't good to me. So, yeah, but I didn't get what it needed. hospitality give. gives what we need. We'll see. I mean, it's just for us to enjoy. We don't need to report on everything that Bravo's ever aired. Yeah, no. We don't get paid for this. No. When we do, we'll do it. Yeah. But for now, we won't. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was Winter House. Let me see. Potomac. So as we heard, India discriminates against Giselle Bryant, and that's her (laughs) choice. Um, yeah, so they were just like we talked about at the confrontation with Mia, and everyone turned it on my babies, Robin and Giselle, because they love to scapegoat. Well, I think they turned it on Giselle, not Robin. Robin just, like, volunteered herself to get in it when she didn't have to. And then the joy of my life, Katie Rost, came on screen. And he, she's also the joy of Ray's life. I, I texted Amber. I was like, Ray got a half chub, which is a boner for him. Like, he was elated. Oh, he was elated. And I was weak at Candace being like, the last time we saw, like, she escaped. And now she comes back green-eyed and bald-headed. Listen, I almost gave Candace my poppy this week because Candace sends me. Me also, too. I had to play drive back today before I had to cold call a bunch of patient volunteers to ask them <laughs> to help us with something next week. So John was like, have you listened to Deep Space? I was like, no, but I've, John, heard, what? I've heard her single. He was like, Deep so Space. you have listened to Deep Space. <laughs> Not John citing the album title, which he was like, is it good? Is she good? I was like, she's an actual artist. Like, so yeah, I think well, that she's good. That's well, she opened up for SWV and for someone else. So I think that yeah, that but would Did you watch her artist. sing live at Andy's Legends Ball? No. Oh, I'll send you the video. I sent it to Amber. <laughs> I was like, listen to this. Try back. Because she tried to hit a note and she like bop, bop, bopped her hair and the and like the limp of hair was like in front of her face and she was like yes like she was trying to do a run 
<laughs> you know, every every queen has a flop. Oh, she flopped twice on the stage. Yeah. But but she really did try to give people's energy though. I wanted her to sing the song. What's the wedding song? Um, that she was always singing. I forget. <laughs> that song. I want her to sing that. I'll sing it next week when I remember. I don't know why um, for some reason it reminds me of like a version of I Turn to You or something. It's something like that. It's something like that. I'll record yeah. a voice. Um <laughs> so yeah, Candace. She was like, she disappeared. We had never seen her again. And then like Katie came back with a shaved head and green eyes. <laughs> like, come on, bitch. That's called iconastry. Iconistry. So I <laughs> secretly kept up with Katie. <laughs> Not secretly, India. Why? Who are you hiding it from me? I have no qualms. I still that's like very loser behavior. But I wanted to see what Katie was up to. And she was producing a movie. <laughs> About what? I don't remember. That, that's too much for me to remember at this po- moment in time. But Potomac's always going to be the best. Like someone asked me recently if they should watch Potomac or Salt Lake City first. And I was like, honestly, my heart says Potomac because even though it's longer and has a slower buildup, I just enjoy like their dynamics so much. Like I was weak as hell when um at the end of the scene, they were like, Karen threw a spring forward party at a Mexican restaurant. Why do we support this woman? I just. She's just a mess. The grand dame is back. It's just such a mess though. Like, and her speech was a mess. I was actually like scrolling through my phone during the speech. Like what a mess. Like we're all so confused. Like what is this speech about? Um... Yeah. And then um, I would say that, uh, the other main part was just a bit about the Chris um, rumors of it all. Like Ashley sits down. Well, it's like Robin and Giselle sit down and Giselle cites like a time during the reunion where she felt like really uncomfortable with Chris in the room. And I'm going to say that two things can be true. Giselle's story and how she feels. I completely believe because I very much believe like, when a woman has that gut feeling, it's not that he was going to do anything, but if you feel uncomfortable, you have the right to feel uncomfortable. You know what I mean? But her waiting until the season aired months later mm-hmm. to bring it up, I will say wasn't like, you don't actually care about defending that feeling. Do you know what right. I mean? Yeah, exactly. And I so, think for me, it's also like, he asked her to speak privately because she said he was talking about Candace and like wanted her opinion about something involving Candace. So it's like, I feel like maybe her feeling uncomfortable is like unresolved, maybe trauma or like a trigger from like an experience from something else and not putting words and yeah, yeah, yeah. Giselle's mouth or just, you know, using my psych brain because for me, like, it's just not that deep, especially to know that Chris, like, you know what I mean? He, he, like, it's, he's not a stranger. Like he talks with them. Yeah, like he sees but- them as friends outside of his wife. So it's like, but I do agree that like two things can be true yeah because how many times can the person that and I'm absolutely not like saying that that was his intent or what was going to happen but so many times somebody that you know somebody that you trust is a person that can cause you harm and take advantage of you in a precarious situation yeah I just don't think like you said like she really cared because she would have mentioned it after it happened and been like well I think she cared but I think that it's just not great that she waited to bring it up now like, why did she decide to bring it up now? 
of all times, because if it, you know, like, again, people like, you know, you never want to say like, there's a wrong time to do it in general. Right. Because like, we've like learned from history that everyone comes to like being able to share something, but she was really comfortable sharing it. And she, and Robin also said that Giselle shared it with her prior. And again, so it's like that thing, like, I know it's hard because it is Giselle and we think of her as like a little bit of a schemer and all that stuff, but I hate to like ever put a box, like on a label on a woman, like this isn't true because you waited to say it. I just feel like the intent behind it was malicious. I feel like. I, I think that it to just be messy. It was a little messy. Um, but I do believe that like, she probably did truly feel uncomfortable and like, is just to wanting someone there because also like he was drinking too. And you could like, again, sober Ruby versus drunk Ruby. Those are two wildly different people. I'd also want to. Have you seen that? Like Candace said on <clears throat> someone's podcast or somewhere. I can't think. Of she said into the universe. She said, you know, but Giselle is always constantly flirting with Chris. And, but, and everyone knows that Giselle flirts with like whoever she wants. Like she just flirts with men who are married. Like, that's her M.O. So, like, to turn around and be like, Chris is the problem is, like, okay. Because what if Chris were to say that he felt uncomfortable by something, which I'm sure, no, and I don't, like, I'm not saying, because yeah, I want to be very clear, like, that, like, I do believe women, and I, but I also believe that feeling, knowing, or the way that Giselle has presented herself, I can see where, like, Candace is coming from I can see Giselle's side but I can see where Candace is coming from and I think ultimately like if there were a problem like a real problem to her she would have mentioned it to Candace when it happened versus waiting months later to mention it on camera because she wanted to cause like to have a storyline is what I think and so that's why I think it, the intent behind it was not good yeah because it's like it's one thing I also again coming from a libra who doesn't know they're flirting because they think they're just being nice like it's like the same thing right like you can never like victim blame like oh they flirted they wore this they wore that you know what i mean for whatever the action is and he didn't actually cause any action to her so i think it's just possible to feel that discomfort and you know like you make a mistake right you act a certain way and then someone does a reciprocal action and then you're like oh that didn't feel good and you step away you know what i mean and so it's like that's not your fault that like that was their response right right and and he wasn't flirting with her like the discomfort was that he was like intimidating her in this solo situation is what i took from it the the implied flirtation was the one with ashley which was so dumb because that one was really obvious from the jump where it's like they literally say at the beginning of the season that he manages this hotel and i don't think ashley knew that so i was so happy that candace gave her the like the benefit of the, the benefit of the doubt to be like okay well Ashley didn't know that he managed view you know yeah. so I'll give her the benefit of the doubt but I do think Robin was reasonable on this by being like like he also didn't and it's also the difference that shouldn't he be a problem slide into her DMs yeah he replied to your like who doesn't reply to your story and say like oh hey like let's hang out or something That's- but I appreciate Ashley bringing it to to Candace and being like this is what happened I just want to know like and she did it correctly this time yeah I want I because I would hate for you to go through his phone and to see it and be like what like so I'd rather say it and put it out there 
and for her to take what Candace said and be like, oh, okay, like it's squash. Like I know the, the context now and we're good. And I just feel like Giselle was hoping that maybe Ashley would be like, no, we're not good. That's still a problem for me. So that she would have more of a like. Yeah, uh, like mounting this like story. Yeah. When it's like, why are we doing a, like this, like Chris Gate? Like this is so unnecessary. So I liked that Robin was like not being the Giselle like side, you know, like sidekick. Like, yeah, you're right. She was just like, you're actually wrong. Like, I don't think that that should be a problem. Well, and I think you're kind of making a bigger deal out of it than it is. Yeah, well, I think it's good to show, like, they have different opinions because people just assume that they, like, just blindly follow each other. But but there is, like, a part of me that feels like Giselle has the right to share that. It's just that the timing looks really sticky. Yeah. Um, on when she decided. And she did pull her aside, too, personally. You know what I mean? Like, she didn't do it in front of everybody else or, like, pull it in the cancer, no cancer delivery. Like, I think she really did kind of just want to say it, like, hey, this is just how I felt. Like, mm, and, she, I think and I so. think she cited having like a good rapport with him. No, I don't think, I don't think she was trying to, I, I don't feel like she had good intent behind it. That's just me. But me and John had differing opinions on it as well. Like he was like, I don't think it's appropriate for any married man to be DMing a girl at 2 a.m. Like he, or to be pulling them aside, like in a private yeah. space. And I, and I was like, but they are friends. Like, Candace said like you have been in my home Chris has cooked for you he sees you as his sister like a sister to him like so I don't understand where the disconnect is and so that's why I feel like maybe if it is a real problem for Giselle it may be stemming from something that has absolutely nothing to do with Chris and yeah because yeah, I just, just don't brought see her it. back to a certain mindset yeah I yeah. just don't see it yeah um no, yeah, I don't think he had ill intent, but like perception is reality. So how I love that like, fourth wall be to... I love that fourth wall being broken and Candace being like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Where's Eric asking for a producer? Like what we're not gonna do is make Chris seem like some Michael Darby perv out here who's grabbing asses and doing all types of shit. Like we're not gonna do that to my husband. If this is gonna be a Chris like but he also thing... knows like that's part of being on reality TV is like you yeah, but I think everyone has their, their, like... But the spouses are always a part of it. They're always going to be a part... Whether or not it's true or not, because how many people have been lied on their spouses on this show? That's part of the show. Right, like, but I think you always different. hope, and I, I think you always hope that, like, people will have more couth than that. And it's, like, it's one thing for y'all to be questioning Chris and, like, where he, how he's making his money and, you know, him being Candace's manager, but to question him as, like to bring up I feel I feel like it's very sticky to like and very it can be very damaging to a man to be bringing up things like this these accusations that are just put on tv that no one you know what I mean where people can just like be like oh he's but he's a perv just like Michael Darby on, but that happens like on all I'm not saying it's right I'm just saying that's part of when you sign that contract is like anything goes I hope Jizzy gets a man that she can Sorry, that was going to be shady and not very supporting women. I hope Jizzy gets a man. Yeah, you've been supporting a lot of men on this show today. Well, I just see both sides like Chanel. And I just, she's, you know, I just think Giselle today. was very messy. I think she's Chanel out here defending Lukey. She's out here defending White Chris, who hasn't done anything to... Jizzy? I can't defend Jizzy. I'm sorry. I can't deny You don't have to defend her, but I'm just saying you're very pro-man on this episode today. Um, And I'm pro-Candice. I'm, I'm, I'm team Candice with Ooh, this. that's a old thing to say. I am team Candace this season. I think she has been like 
on her A game. Don't worry, she'll blow it. I hope not. She's gonna um, do something offensive. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry, she'll t- she'll keep talking. And <laughs> another point, I think Giselle's just overall losing though. There are more points. Like she brought up Robin, and like she's the only person on the house, and I'm like. Yeah, that's not she, for anyone that to... was a fuck up and she boldly apologized because that is her best friend so she well, yeah, that's that's Rob... a sincere mess up yeah she but i just mistakes. i wouldn't be doing that rob but she's made other mistakes like i think calling her hair like her hat line and embezzled instead of embellished was like a purposeful thing like i don't feel like it was like oops i called her the wrong name i think she's just trying to be funny um her that's judging no that was last season Okay, um, so we're just talking about this episode. Well, this, this episode, also this episode, like, being judgmental about Ashley and her divorce, when Ashley has made it clear, like, this separation just happened. I don't know what I'm doing. I still love this man. Like, I didn't know. I love what she said. I, I didn't know it was the statute of limitations about someone's affections. Like, Listen, I would be judging Ashley on that relationship, too, because, one, when they said, has he cheated on you? And she said, I don't think lately. And then... But how are we judging her when Giselle's ex-husband cheated on her, had another child by someone else, she gave him another chance, he was still cheating on her, like, and they were never in the same place, like, look, I just think you can't throw stones at glass houses, like. No, of course, but also one, we're making a television program, so we need to know what's going on, and she's saying what a lot of people aren't bold enough to say out loud. I feel like Giselle is slowly creeping into rena territory for me. Calm down over there. She is not. She because she's not yelling at people for no reason. She's not saying that she's gonna get. I'm talking about the, the messiness of of it and the in the instigatingness of it is very yeah. Rena season Lyme disease. <laughs> Fair. No, I mean I think I feel like she's just keeping the. I mean, and I guess that's the argument Rena fans make. She's keeping the show going mm. because. Otherwise, listen, go ahead. I think this season will go, be the downfall of Miss Jizzy. Pause and show me how interesting the rest of that cast is. Because they're not interesting when they're not busy hating on her. They look just like the messes that they are. I think Candace is interesting all, all on her own. Robin, I mean, no. Candace is interesting and offensive. I think Ashley is interesting all on her own. <laughs> yeah, Candace is. Ashley is a mess. Like, uh, yeah. continue to go own a home with this man so that he still has control over you okay but at the same time like when you're like she's still glossed in love right like she's still in the sense of like we're separated but how is she glossed in love with that ugly old man look i don't like that and he still look, cheats on her look with he anybody looks, that moves okay he how looks, are you in love with that he looks terrible but we can't judge that like she i don't like think she, she's in love with him i think she's in love with the money she chose who she loves and i think that she, like I, she's I made a good point she loves him i think she made a good point of like look this is very new to me i don't know what i'm doing she said the same thing to uncle what's his name Lump. Uncle Lump, like, I don't know what I'm doing yet. I said I don't have the answers yet. I'm taking this day by day. I don't even 100% know if I want to get divorced. Like, she's I, very I think it's because she figured out that she fucked up her post-nup, and now she's like, no, I need more money to leave. That's my thought. I don't know. I think that when you, love makes you do some crazy things, and, um... Maybe they're not in love. We should take a break and then do something. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, someone followed me, but it it's not that other guy. I'm you, sad. You still didn't send me this guy's Instagram. <laughs> I'm going to send it to you after we're done recording. 
No, can- I want it now so I can look. No, bitch. And judge you on this we're, podcast. We're here to talk about Salt Lake City. We're be, avo- so. be avoiding what I what the people want. <laughs> Toxic Libra avoidant attachment practices. Woo-hoo. Come on, analysis. Self introspection. That's redundant. Introspection suffices. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm so mad that I was so sick last week that we didn't get to talk about last week's episode because that shit sent me when they were like on the on the pedal bus for drinking and they were like, look at Lisa and Meredith throwing drinks in each other's faces so they don't fight. Very sad. Very sad. And, and very Libra, Jen and Whitney, Whitney like wrapping her legs around Jen's head and then Jen pouring alcohol into Whitney's vagina. Yeah. I was like, look, that was me last weekend perfect (laughs) (laughs) it was a mess and i was like oh my goodness but i love it i mean me i could not have wine thrown at me before i'm going somewhere actually i can't they went home right no they went straight to the uh oh the the animal thing and put on other clothes on top of the clothes that they had shower probably right no they all had the same clothes on that they threw wine on and went to the thing and put the dresses over the clothes that they had on i can't support that you're right you're right um (laughs) but you know what i already decided that for my next birthday that's literally 320 days away i want to have a garbage trash horror party (laughs) gtw this girl is planning her next birthday party and I mean, one of I my ankles has still plan was happening for me on this weekend yeah her ankles <laughs> haven't even recovered from her last they're still so swollen mama mia extravaganza and she's talking about her next G-T-W. birthday <laughs> but we discussed going to BravoCon next year oh yeah that's the birthday so your garbage trash whore party better be in New York wow expensive it's expensive to Beirut. Oh, gosh. Mess. No more singing for us. Um, so anyways, this week's episode was like a to be continued from last week because at the, the said GTW party, Heather and Whitney, a very sloshed Whitney, get into this screaming match about whether or not Angie Harrington, who I hate, um, told them that Lisa Barlow sucks dick for Utah jazz tickets, which if you're sucking dick for Utah jazz tickets, you need a better life. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I don't think it's true. I think Angie, just, they're not Lakers tickets. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sucking dick for any type of tickets, but um, yeah, we're not Kim Zolziak sending our child to suck t- uh, dick for John legend tickets. Yeah. Whatever. No. Like what? Um, I'm never, uh, but yeah, I don't think that that rumor is true. Do you think that it's true? Oh, I don't think I don't think the rumor is true. I think it's true that Angie said it to them. Yeah, I do think that that's true. Sorry, um, like again, as excited as I sound, I'm on a lot of medication, and there's a lot of like moving parts. In the, your brain. Neur- the neurons aren't firing as they usually do in my usual hyperactive nature, and so yeah, um, the synapse is not connecting. Sure, fucking isn't. <laughs> like hasn't been for like ten days. It's been a struggle. Um, but yes, no, I don't believe the rumors are true. Um, I love how Lisa like ran away to go like hide in her zebra pajamas that she feels sexy in. And, um, and then I just thought it was beyond though. Like Whitney was drunk 
Heather, 10 sheets to the wind. Um, Heather was probably tipsy, but like clearly a, in a better state of mind. So for Heather to like, let's say soberly, even though it's not full sober, to like soberly yell at Whitney, like, fuck you. You lost me, bitch. It was like, was that necessary? Like, no. That is not the kind of fight to act like that over. And I feel like Heather was just trying to have a moment. And then when she walked back and shoved Whitney against the wall, I said, uh-oh, Demon Shrek came out to play <laughs> because she ogre, like, Heismaned her. <laughs> That's the Nyquil talking. That's not Ruby. <laughs> not Demon Shrek her because the ogre just came <laughs> out. <laughs> Miss, listen, Miss Linebacker said, whoop, and Heismaned her into she the really wall. She really did. And I was just like, well, damn, I just don't think it was worth that. And also one thing I really didn't like was that her justification for acting like that was that our friend may go to prison for 50 years. Like the fact that she just kept bringing that up in front of Jen, I felt like was in a weird way insensitive because I know she's claiming to be supportive, but it's like, you know, when you use somebody else's melodrama to make yourself look like a better person, do you know what I'm saying? Uh, well, no, because I think Jen appreciated it because she, Jen was just like, damn, like I was trying to like have a good time and all this drama. Exactly. Um, exactly. It's like, wow, thanks for reminding me of my future because they both know that she's guilty deep down. So it's like, I was literally just trying to like swing my legs around in a mesh bodysuit, but okay, thanks Heather for trying to be a supportive friend. Um, um, I think I'm excited for the downfall of Heather because I think this is her true self is like just kind of self-righteous and an asshole. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but like, I her, feel like Whitney would get on my nerves too. Like, and I get Whitney's sure. through a lot, but to be that drunk and to just don't involve me in your shit. Cause it's like, you were there, you heard Andy say it. And I would be like, why the fuck? This isn't my fight. Like I didn't mention that, anything but about this. I don't think that's meriting losing her. No, no, no. That's not, not that deep. You know what I mean? No, like, it's, it's, listen, when people are drunk and annoying, because I think every time like I've presented this situation of Whitney v. Heather, everyone's like, Whitney's annoying. Yes, she is. But she's not wrong about like Heather not having empathy or awareness. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, definitely not wrong. Um, um, but she's annoying. Like to me, though, it's like if somebody's acting like that, I'll just be like, let's just talk about it in the morning. You know what I mean? Like I'm again an avoidant person, so I would just be like, "We can talk about we can talk about it tomorrow, like, and try to get to the bottom of this." But I'm just tired. Like that's what I would do. Yeah, and it's a different. You know, obviously Heather could approach uh, have approached it in a different way. I mean, like, look, like I know you're going through a lot, but let's just like table you this. Have to Heisman her into the wall. Yeah, no, I think Heather was drunker, but you, like you said, <laughs> Heather was a she ogred her into the wall. Um, and I like, think that she can handle yeah. a lot more liquor than little Whitney. And so Heather may have well been drunk, just like Whitney. And we just missed it. <laughs> speaking, speaking of someone who people didn't know was as drunk as she was for the past couple of weeks. She was probably drunker than we thought. Um, she would have walked that, out with two broken ankles. Two broken she, ankles. She could have sprained her ankles walking into that bedroom on a flat surface like I did. Yeah. You know, so... 
takes takes an ogre to know an ogre okay that's all i'm gonna say but i was kind of weak when we think it was like you didn't lose me and she's like no you so, lost me i was bitch. Weak too. i was so weak i was like whitney baby baby no that's not like <laughs> i i like that's why whitney will win me back over because you didn't lose me no you lost me bitch you don't care about how i fell oh um <laughs> my failings one of my tweets uh, resurfaced on our account recently. I don't know if you saw somebody liked because um, I had written last season, like Whitney translation. <laughs> and it was like, real equals real. Phil equals feel. Phil <laughs> equals heel. <laughs> and I was like, Phil. I'm not starting to take notice because I've yes. been for years being like, speak English clearly. You don't friend. care about my feelings. No, what you're feeling, your feelings. Yeah. I'm what like, feeling in your teeth? Filler? Yeah, like tacos. Like, what are you talking in about? In your face? Oh, fillers. <laughs> um, but it was just hilarious when she said that. You didn't lose me. <laughs> no, you lost me, me, bitch. <laughs> like the way she yelled, bitch. You know when white women yell, bitch. Sometimes it's like intense. They mean it. It's like a slur. It is. It's like, like cunt. Ooh. It's worse than cunt sometimes when people I, like. Okay, Diana Jenkins. Evil is worse listen, than cunt. <laughs> listen, sometimes the way people say bitch is like they really want to say like die motherfucker die. You know what I mean? Oh, you can always tell like the difference between bitches and the yeah. So like when it's a bad bitch, like as in an evil bitch, which is worse word than cunt per the women of Beverly Hills. It's just like you're just like oh. Like when men say it that way, they're like, she's such a fucking bitch. I'm like, oh, you want to kill women, don't you? Okay. Like it just comes off a certain way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cunt is just a cunt is a cunt. That's also, the fact that Whitney went in Heather's room and ripped up the friendship card <laughs> and threw it. Well, in the morning, they just show Heather picking it up piece by piece. So I thought she had torn it. And I was like, come on, Me cancer. too. Like be so dramatic. But then when they showed that Whitney had been like, I've got it. <laughs> like, it was, first of all, Whitney was in bed. And I've and been drunk before where you get in bed and you wake up in the middle of the night because you're getting like hungover in the nighttime. I was like, baby, no, go back to bed. <laughs> also, take a shower. Even me with two sprained ankles, I let me sidebar because it's related to Salt Lake City. Um, Sunday morning at 4 a.m., I like was in my bed and I lifted myself up and I was in my pajamas. I had my phone in my hand. I still had my hair wrap on from washing my hair and the oven was on and reruns of Salt Lake City were on <laughs> because no matter how badly I drink the alcohol, I will always shower when I get home. Oh yes. And rinse my body. Um, later that morning when I woke up again, my pajama shirt was on backwards, but that's a different story. <laughs> but I had like, I had been like playing Salt Lake City to like have my drunk food and like recover in my routine. But I had passed out with my phone in my hand and my hair still wrapped. Sounds about Ruby. Ooh, <laughs> sounds about Ruby. Another, another potential title. We're just full of them today. <laughs> but I still like our original. But anyways, Whitney, like I had PTSD watching her be that drunk because I was still ashamed of my behavior. It was just too much, but I loved the ripped up note. It was such a mess. 
Um, I will say that what I really enjoy though is seeing Meredith a lot more engaged this season for the first time ever and just yeah. like seeming more real in a way. Like I'm sure it's still put on to an extent. It's the Real Housewives for crying out loud. But like understanding Whitney's perspective versus Heather's perspective and actually trying to think through things. You know what I mean? Like and actually having just legitimate conversations like I feel like the first two seasons her conversations were always about nothing or it was like based on whatever storyline she was creating and these feel like she's actually like interacting and wanting to get to know her castmates yeah makes me like her a ton more and I know we didn't obviously mention it mention this because it happened last episode but I did like that Heather told Meredith like you're acting like a pretentious like bitch right now like basically saying that like you won't be friends with Lisa until she gets help (laughs) That was fucked a up. psychologist. Like that's really fucked up. Um, so I also. But it was liked, also funny. <laughs> it was funny, but I was like, oh I my love gosh. when people say, I want to like, punch really, her in the face. I love when people really calmly say really offensive. Like Meredith is one of those people, things. but I think that I'm one of those people too. <laughs> I'm one of those people too. I'm like, yeah, I would love to hang out with you. Like as soon as you find something for your halitosis, <laughs> you know, just a calm delivery of offense. Like it's not um, like a Ren and Erica yeah no definitely not um which hits a little bit differently so i I was also i feel like heather can say that though like she's comfortable saying that because like she's all like rihanna follows me i'm the most popular housewife on salt lake city so now she's like now that her stock is a little higher she feels comfortable being like don't be a condescending asshole like you know what i mean yeah um but i did also like that meredith well, because obviously Lisa was upset. Like, y'all think I suck dick for tickets? Like, she and didn't even hear. She's like, I gotta call John Barlow. She's like, I gotta call John. I'm so upset. Like, I would be upset too, but I liked that Meredith was like, okay, like, let me go, like, try to remediate, like, mediate yeah. this a little bit. Like, I didn't say that. Those words did not come out of my mouth. Whitney said it. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm sorry. Like, and because she knew, like, okay, I took it too far. Like, yeah, yeah. She, she has a little more awareness. And I'm sure, like, when you've been friends that long too, you like, even if that person upsets you greatly, like you still have like a soft spot. Oh yeah. Like, a little empathy still. And on um, BravoCon, like Lisa just kept saying, like, I did not know that they were in the room. I was venting to myself and I came out and they were there. Like, I didn't know that they were in my room. I thought that it was a private moment where I was just venting to myself. Cause you have moments like that. Like, so I would be like, damn, like my venting moment is on TV. Fuck, I said some fucked up shit that I just meant to keep to myself. I could never be on reality television because I'd be Lisa Barlow in that montage where they're like, she's talked shit about all of us. It would be just like me talking. Like, I don't know how to not talk shit. I literally said that to somebody at homecoming a couple weeks ago. I was like like walking and I had my hand in there and they're like, oh, you're talking about something. I said, yeah, I just want to let everyone know I haven't stopped talking shit for the past 10 years. Just so you are aware. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I just want to return the way that I left. Um, I was weak when they were like eating like quote breakfast at 2 30 p.m. And they showed the editors right 2 30 p.m. when Jen yeah. said good morning. And it was like at 2 30 p.m. It's good morning. Um, and then they like send Jen away and they do like this big group hug. And even though Jen is guilty, I still loved the sentiment of them supporting her. If that makes sense. Like yeah. I enjoyed that they like all are very collectively supportive. And also I've never laughed so hard and there was no reason for me to laugh this hard at when 
after they send Jenna away and Lisa and Meredith hug and Heather and Whitney just keep walking alongside each other, kind of looking at each other and both agreeing not to hug, but to yeah. start the other two hugging, I laughed, like cackled out loud at the awkwardness of all of that. Because like they understood like, okay, we're not. They're like, we're not anymore, fucking but... hugging right now. You're not my real family. Yeah, no. Um, and I forgot to mention, but like Whitney went to see her um, older half siblings who she shares her father with. So it does seem to allude to the fact that the father is the abuser. Yeah. Um, and like her family seemed so nice and like so like covering her, you know, like blanketing her in support. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like just like seemed like they had a lot of sincere love to give. But I wonder what the abuse I mean just naturally well, from my side yeah. right. Oh I, yeah, like, yeah. I wonder what the abuse entailed. Like was it like sexual abuse? Was it like physical like abuse? Was it like you were Verbal, using them to yeah. go get drugs? Like Yeah, manipulation yeah, or like, abandonment or whatever. Yeah. Because it's like what happened in, in the bathrooms. But anyway um yeah that was that was good um this gen talking about these mock trials just aren't aging well because i'm like oof. i didn't even i didn't even take notes on that because i was just like we know we know where we're at in present day so like yeah it almost feels like a waste do you know what i mean because we know where we're getting to yeah and the fact that meredith said like 90 which i forget that she's a lawyer sometimes well actually how do i forget that because she speaks like one like Listen, um, when I was recovering on Sunday, I was like, I need something to make me feel better about myself. And so I watched all of the Salt Lake City reunions from the first two seasons. And Meredith was giving cross-examiner each season. So she cross-examined uh, Jen and Lisa season one. And then she cross-examined, no, she cross-examined Jen season one. And then she cross-examined uh, Lisa and Jenny season two. And it was really good yeah she made lisa admit to every time that she showed lisa support in season two or having her back it was so good but 98 percent conviction rate for the southern what would she say the southern district of new york it's like yeah it's like the most famous like that's like the most famous district of like law in the whole country so don't do crime in new york yeah it it, like and when it gets there it's because it's a high profile like national thing Shondaland did a one season, no, a two season wonder show called For the People. That was about that one. That's why I know those. Like oh, I started with, watching For the People on the ABC, Duke. right? Yeah. Yeah. With the Duke. Yeah. So that they were the ones working in that Southern District of New York. Oh, that's rough. That show should have been longer. I liked it. Yeah. I like the Duke. Um. <laughs> well, who doesn't? Like we were there before Oof. Bridgerton. I was like, y'all, he's not new. That Anyways. Oof. Amazing. I know something happened like now once in a while my Instagram explorer will still send me like Anthony Bridgerton stuff and I'm like I can't do it like I'd rather watch that was... than go on those porn sites xxx what oh yeah oh the no the build-up in Bridgerton is just like all I need to see is that back in that butt and him thrusting in that's a f well that's I mean, very visual the hands in season two episode seven oof yeah shaking i needed the ass i needed the- I- i'm a little more subtle than you are okay okay toxic libra <laughs> L- listen the attention that i got in just like two nights i don't need to talk to a man until like april <laughs> that's the thing about me it's like i just need like a little a little gas to know i still got it and then i'm like all right i don't need to prove myself until i feel needy again later you just need a man who you feel okay putting you in your place 
You're not the first person to say that. Um, so all Libras need, honestly, like <laughs> someone ever heard somebody praise the ones they're like, you need someone who's not like a, a uh, scared by like the tornado. Yeah. My friend there's also is... the controlling neurotic tornado. And then there's like the messy drunk tornado. She's yeah. two tornadoes. She's two cyclones, which by the way, a little white girl that was no more than 21 years old, um, tried to like have a step up dance battle moment with Amber, Janae and I at the Brick House Tavern Friday night of homecoming when Cyclone was playing. And I was like, baby, I was younger than you are right now when this song came out. Like, please go away. I. She was like chest bumping at us. It was wild. I was like, sweetheart, I'm so old. This you isn't you got so this. Yeah, I think she wanted cred as it were. And I was like, we're not the ones to give it to you. We have ages that start with the number three in front of them. <laughs> Don't worry, baby. Oh, also our song played at Brickhouse Tavern. I was like, can you play Bad Bunny? And they played Titi Me Pregunto. I was lit. I took a video for my mom. I was like, look at the commoners of Williamsburg. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, back to whatever we were talking about. Bridgerton. Oh, Southern District of New York. Um, so yeah. The Jen stuff, like, I'm not even really registering it, but I do like that. Um, I mean, Meredith was very lawyer. She was very like, well, we don't know what's going to happen. Like, you know, like she didn't. Yeah. I thought it was very nice and like shows the growth in their friendship. Okay. I get everybody that Jen Shaw is guilty. I get that I have a double standard and that I hate Erica Jane and I love Jen Shaw. It's not about the crime. It's about the attitude. That's all I'm going to say on that. Yeah. Um, Erica is an entitled, annoying person who I disliked before Tom Girardi got caught for his crimes. Yeah. Jen is fun. I'm sorry, but she's actually a fun time. And I think she, like, again, as a fellow Libra Sun Capricorn Moon, I think Jen just likes to bring fun, fun, fun to everyone. And so she's a giver. She's also a taker. We find out. <laughs> Illegally. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I should do more goodness. of these on NyQuil, huh? <laughs> Maybe. You, you are basically on lean right now. Uh, <laughs> codeine Ruby right now. <laughs> I know. I just keep looking for new pills to take. I had to take the antibiotic. But <laughs> I just keep looking for new pills to take. No, I mean like there's every- You gotta put her in rehab. <laughs> No, there's different timing for each of them and I'm like which one is it now <laughs> I have an inhaler she like, was such a lovely girl until she got on them pills <laughs> and then they gave her first started with antibiotics <laughs> then she went for the hard stuff <laughs> um next thing you know she's drinking codeine straight every day <laughs> I saw her by fentanyl on 18th street <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> she was doing the Mamma Mia dance on Broad Street. <laughs> no, it was on Carrie. <laughs> she was in front of Mellow Mushroom and Carrie Town, just Mamma Mia and her life away. I was concerned. I am very concerned about who maybe had saw- seen me fall. Like, what if I see you <laughs> in the future? And they're like, girl, I saw you in your whole denim outfit. I was in denim head to toe, including my heels. I was wearing like, but they were block heels. They weren't slows. Um, but they are also <laughs> denim. 
Did you see that girl in denim take that tumble? <laughs> Did you see Britney take a tumble? <laughs> anyway. Oh, um, man, your weekend was so interesting. I don't even remember what I did yesterday, so... Well, usually you. I'm boring. So like, I felt like I deserved this month of hooliganery because it's not going to happen again for like another. I really don't know what I did last weekend. Like I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. Well, I'll be working like a dog for the next 10 days. And then I'm trying to stay home, fingers crossed for most of November because December, I don't even know if you'll have a co-host. I, <laughs> I got to go places. I gotta go see my family and each of their stations. You guys, it might just be me. Get used to me. Yeah. People like you better, though. Somebody was like, I like India. She's funny. And I was like, do you like me? One person. And I was like, what about me? Your friend. And I'm like, yeah, well, you're my friend. And I'm like, I already know you're funny. Yeah, well, I didn't like that. I wanted to hear that we were both funny. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm what? A toxic Libra. But I'm happy that people like you. I like you, obviously. And <laughs> with the eye roll. They <laughs> can't see that. <laughs> wow. I'm childish in the whole month of October. Go to bed. I need to wash. Like, I need to bathe in holy water. I need to be cleansed inside out. Ooh, that reminds me. I need to buy some Florida water. But it's like holy water. <clears throat> Why is it called Florida? Florida water? I don't know. Don't ask me that. Fluoride? Like fluoride? No, Florida. Florida water. I'm going to Google out later. Yeah. Okay. Well, so what even is left in this episode? So Jen goes away to New York to do her mock trial. Oh, and then they go to dinner at Dirk Bentley's Whiskey Row, which Dirk Bentley is a country singer, if you don't know. So it's like his restaurant. But you know when it's like a celebrity restaurant, but it's not like a celebrity celebrity? Yeah. And it's just like, really, this is all y'all could get them in the budget? I mean, he's very famous. Like, he's a very good country. I like his music. He's like a less obviously, possibly problematic type. I haven't heard him say anything wrong. So, you know, at least he keeps it at home. Yeah. Unlike some other artists. <laughs> um. <laughs> But I just was kind of like, it's like going to like downtown Disney for dinner. Do you know what I mean? Like that's how it felt to me. Not downtown Disney. <laughs> <laughs> you know, where it's like, it's very like kitschy, like a shtick. I was thinking more of like, uh, like maybe going to the Battery in Atlanta is what I compared it to. Because we have like Yard House at the Battery, like oh, um, I that Wahlburger like place, yeah. like restaurant. That, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. But let me tell you something, though. I do love a Yard House. They have good apps. They do have good apps. I used to go in on Yard House in downtown LA. I used to. I I really like the one in Miami. The one in the Battery is all right. But, yeah. Well, what's different? Isn't it all the same food? Yeah, but, you know, like... Or the vibe. Do you mean, like, the Battery vibe is different? Well, Mm -hmm. The Battery vibe is probably better than the one in Miami, but... The because the one in Miami is not in South Beach, I think it's more like Fort Lauderdale ish area. But the one in you know, when you have different cooks in the kitchen, like sometimes the food just tastes yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. So, well, it's time. Oh my gosh, we there's nothing more to say about this episode. We, we can't, well, no, it all. they 
Look how big this is. Like, I, I'm just trying to save you all, okay? And myself. Um, no, no, no. We have like 10 minutes. We have 10 minutes. Um, oh, I liked, well, I was like, me all of October was when Lisa Barlow, like they were trying to get Lisa to get ready for dinner because they were going to be late. And Heather's all, let's have a standard for timeliness. And Lisa goes, I have no standards. Let's just go. And I went, that's been my motto for all of October. <laughs> like stamp that on my forehead i have no standards let's just let's go. just go <laughs> um yeah and i couldn't with the jerks friendly um i was weak though when they were like when meredith's like everybody pick a word before we take a shot and when whitney said honesty heather loves to do this thing where she closes her one eye when she's pissed and she's like <laughs> like an ogre <laughs> what was that noise I don't know. A devil jumped out of me. Let's hurry up before Ruby like gets more unhinged. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought that was funny. But listen, all I'm going to say is that if Lisa Barlow is saying that you need to be more sensitive and empathetic, you have fucked up because Lisa's not aware of anybody else in the world besides Lisa. See, I think they both <clears throat> made equally okay points, right? I do think that Heather needs to be more sympathetic to Whitney because clearly she's going Heather through. doesn't take seriously what Whitney is saying like yeah, I don't I mean, think she believes her which is fucked up yeah and I think she's going through a lot but at the same time I do get that like Heather was like look like if I don't choose to say something about something that someone told me like that shouldn't be held against me that doesn't mean that I'm not a loyal friend to you that doesn't mean I'm not a loyal friend to them I just don't want to be involved in it so for you to sit yeah. here and like involve me and then tell me like I'm wrong for not sticking up for you. Like, I just don't think this is the hill you want to die on. Like, and so I did agree, like you're swimming upstream without a paddle. Like, what are we talking about here? But I think that Heather should have acknowledged at least, like, I understand you're going through a lot and maybe like the timing of this trip just wasn't like yeah. appropriate, like yeah. good for what you were going through. But this trip, let's remember this trip was supposed to be about Jen and not you like causing drama with Lisa between Lisa and Meredith like that's not what this trip was about and you were plastered three ten sheets to the wind so let's acknowledge that maybe this wouldn't have happened if you didn't drink so much like I think there's just two sides to it and so I was kind of team Heather in the sense of like I would have been like okay like I'm never team Heather just in this instance, because I just, I can't deal with the victimness, but well, to a certain level. I, I will say, like, I know what you're saying, but if she really loves Whitney and Whitney has never caused her harm before, um, and again, maybe she has and we just don't know about it, I would be like, I would just want there to be like a little more like bandwidth for somebody I really yeah. care about acting like an asshole because I have had to end friendships based on people I wouldn't say abusing substances, but like using substances for escapism because they can't confront their shit, like really traumatic things in their lives. And I've, and I had sat down with them after a few times and been like, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? And then they've denied acting like that. And so I had to like remove them from my life. Yeah. Because at that time they weren't even in a place to admit that anything was wrong. So at least she recognizes that something is wrong. I think, like, again, I have no psychology background. Again, I have a public health degree. I have no medical knowledge. 
But to me, learning about whatever, learning the fact that there was any form of abuse that was so bad, she blocked it out as a child, to me really speaks to her behavior in the these seasons so far, where it was like wanting people to like her, um, like wanting her dad to like her. Yeah. But, and even the friends like caring about what they thought about her, wanting attention for the Shotsky, doing like, again, we don't know what type of abuse it is. So I'm not attributing like her being a sexual being to anything, but it's just her needing to be like getting attention in any way. Yeah. Um, Whether it's the pole dancing or the like twerking or whatever, it's not because it's like a sexually associated thing. It's because it's an attention associating thing because she didn't feel like enough prior. And that was always like very apparent was that she didn't feel like she was enough because like somebody who has like a more secure attachment would be like, fuck you. I like myself, you know, like Elisa Barlow, I like myself enough for the both of us. Like, I don't need you to like me um, kind of thing. Yeah. I just think think the timing of the trip probably wasn't great because the trauma had just came out and then you go on a trip and you're drinking and it's like, you just become this like. Yeah, like, she was definitely being sloppy and annoying, but I just think, like, if that person was my friend, and even more so my family, even though they're not, like, family who grew up together, and they weren't taking what I was saying seriously, I would be so hurt. I mean, I would be hurt, too, but I feel like Whitney was, she was like, I'm hurt that you called me a liar, and I'm hurt, like, again, I think it's the bad hill to die on, because she could have been like, I'm hurt because... I came up with this information and I don't feel like you've been there for me. But for her to be like, you called me a liar about what Angie said yeah. was like the wrong. Yeah, like she didn't, she didn't phrase it right. Like Meredith was really helping her being like, Whitney, that like the way you explained it to me resonated with me. Yeah. More than what, cause it, it's like, they always say like the fight's not what it's about. The fight is about something separate. I'm just Meredith breathing deeply at this table. Like, <sighs> like that's me. That was me during this whole conversation was Meredith just like, I'm Lisa with no standards. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I mean, I love Lisa. You know how I feel about a, a Barlow, but just in this specific yeah. instance, I was like, oh my God. Like, Did you see my thirsty comment on her post? I was like, branding by Barlow, iconic. No. <laughs> I wrote so many pathetic comments on our account this weekend. During we were both unhinged on Sunday on our page, so sorry. I know. India shipping people on our behalf. Oh, can't. Can't do it. I, I can't mean, they do deserve it. each other. They are like the same kind of mediocre, so it was appropriate. See, now she's like they both deserve each other. When she loves Aluki, first she calls him a poopy, and now she's just shading him in reference to Ashley. Like you guys hear this every okay. episode where Luke has been brought up. It's my Luki, my maple syrup king, and now whoa, he's I don't talk like that. What do you have called him? Your maple syrup king. You better go listen to our old episodes. I will. I will pull up some evidence on my phone. Okay, Meredith Mark's lawyer. Sorry. You're a mess. Um, Um, With that, we'll leave you as I dive further into my drug use and Andy and I do some side investigations. Yeah, I'm going to do some investigations and follow up with you guys next week because she if anyone is listening to this which i know people listen we have we have informatics if you can dm and just say episode i don't know 
Ruby said, Luke, my maple syrup king. I need that phrase in particular. because Because a lot of our episodes now have, like, in the title, what particular shows we, we were discussing. So if anyone could do me that favor, while I also do my own investigations that I'm going to screenshot and put on our stories, I'd really appreciate that. Love, India. India Jenkins, <laughs> reporting live. <laughs> she has that is my, she has my privilege. That's my mom's maiden name, and she almost gave me that last name. Well, there you go. I only <laughs> speak in truths, you guys. <laughs> India Jenkins, can you imagine? <laughs> I can, though. It kind of rolls off the tongue. <laughs> Indy Jenkins. Indy Jenkins. <laughs> does it? <laughs> it does for us. I don't think anything with the name India rolls off the tongue, but sure. We are signing off, folks. Don't forget to follow yeah. us. Please subscribe. That's how we get in the little algorithm. Rate us as well. We appreciate it. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. You can find us for more chaos on Instagram and Twitter at Pop of Color Pod, which is also in our description. Yeah, let's let Ruby go rest because she her, her eyes are getting hazy and I'm going to eat some food. Can you see how this middle section is red compared to the rest of my face? Yeah. I hate my life. I get red when I'm drunk or I'm when to I live, work I out. Life, so. yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Rosacea queen, me, not you. <laughs> We're going to let her go. Rest well. Count the bars. Wow, don't fucking send me to die. <laughs> Rest, rest well, sweet queen. Rest well, princess. Go off and count your Barlow sheep, okay? <laughs> One Lisa Barlow, two Lisa Barlow. I'm done with you. I'm gonna hit the stop. Bye, guys.